Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the RFP Ultra Dads podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Ubaldini, joined by my partner and fellow Ultra Dad, Brian Shane, talking all things ultra. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by our sponsor, Time on the Trails, building you a customized journey and experience out on the trails throughout the state of Arizona and beyond. You can find Time on the Trails at www.tottaz.com. Again, www. .tottaz.com. Now sit back, grab a tasty beverage, and enjoy Brian and I as we progress further down the trails. Left foot, right foot. Good afternoon. Hello, Michael. How are you? Good. How's everything on your end? It's good. It's good. How about you? Ah, it's better now a little weather a little weather up there a lot of weather yeah but i mean it could always be worse right um it, well it depends i don't know exactly what the weather was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trust me <laughs> you're just gonna have to trust me on this <laughs> good point good point yeah we no it's been uh well we, the good thing is we haven't had a lot of snow here recently um, which is good and bad, obviously. I mean, ski resorts are kind of hurting right now. Everything's a little thin. But with today's weather starting up last night, all throughout today, it was, I mean, between 30 and 50 mile an hour winds um, all day long. So if we had if we had a lot of loose snow behind that, then there would there'd be a lot of issues going on right now. But wind is one thing when you get that like uh, top layer of loose light snow to to blow around with it, then that's when everything just starts shutting down. So, <laughs> but it was, yeah, I dealt with that. I had uh, frozen doors to our office this morning, had to address because um, of the wind and the snow kind of sealing everything up and then had a, a slight water uh, emergency there in the middle of the afternoon too. So yeah, it's been, uh, the good, the bad and the ugly, but right now we got a fire going here in the, the fireplace and a little black puppy curled up in the corner. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't know when we were texting this morning, I was like, well, I might, I might be going around the clock here, but things kind of settled down enough for the evening. So all is good. Good, good. Well, I'm, I'm assuming you probably have something tasty in your hand after that day. Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. I even had a warm up to this something tasty. So, good, good. While well, I stoked the fire, <laughs> we'll we'll get into that in a in a minute. Yeah, it's uh, actually it's been starting today. Today is probably it was it was because I went for my run about. Well, this was a little after one when I got out and it was warm. I mean, it was, I'm like, huh, this is, this is, this is, this is kind of warm. This is, I, I don't know if I like this too much. It's like uh, unseasonably warm. It was like 72, 73. Oh, uh, wow. And it's, it was, there was a, there was a slight breeze. So it made it pretty decent. Um, but it's supposed to be between, you know, that 70 two and 79 for the next 
I don't know, seven, eight days. So I mean, really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. I walked out this afternoon and it had that like smell of spring. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Too soon. Was, yeah. It was, well, I mean, it's weird though, dude, because the mornings, the mornings are like 36, 35, 36 when I'm walking bare around like six, six thirty. Uh-huh. Um, you know, hat i have a hat on and i have gloves on and i have a sweatshirt and i have another layer on top of that and then you know i don't know six hours seven hours later i'm out in shorts and a t-shirt running running that's crazy yeah yeah as soon as that sun comes up everything changes oh yeah yeah it's funny because i'll be walking some of the days i'll walk them and the, the sun will be rising which is really cool but once that sun gets over the horizon you, I mean, it's like, I don't know if it's mentally there, but you just start warming up and it's, it's like, oh, okay. But then when it goes down, it's the same, it's the complete opposite. Oh yeah. And it, and it happens that fast too. Mm-hmm. Like it's soon, cause we're right about there right now, looking out the sun's probably 10 minutes away from dropping behind the mosquito range there. Mm-hmm. And well, right now it's 18 degrees. So we'll drop another 10 degrees probably next 20 minutes here jesus so that that fast <laughs> i would uh, so the there's a yesterday so yesterday morning i did my run yesterday morning and it was it was like 38 when i started and i finished up i got home and i went right into the pool um nice and the air temperature was probably like 42 43 uh-huh. but that that water i mean it was, it, I, I should get a thermometer, but I don't think I want to know the temperature. I was going to say, I might, you might get a, you might get an Amazon package here. I was thinking about that last week during our conversation. Because <laughs> even I have a thermometer for my cold tub. Yeah, <laughs> Just but flo- I, floating around in there. <laughs> I don't know if I want to know it because because yeah. I got, I got out, you know, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm, I'm staying in there for five minutes up to the neck. Um, good and then i get underneath for like 10 seconds and then uh-huh. i get out so i got out and i went to the shower and i took a warm shower and dude my feet didn't and i put socks on and then i put my like fuzzy slippers on for work and stuff and yeah. i don't think my feet warmed up to like one o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon <laughs> you, you gotta go out for another run <laughs> just to get circulation Seriously. to the, all the appendages Seriously. <laughs> well that i stopped putting everything in like if i do my cold tub in the morning um i won't put my arms in um mainly because like i'll lose function Mm -hmm. there's like there's been times where like my hands are like almost useless i'm like i can't i I gotta use my hands this morning (laughs) so you know i'll go you know kind of have them resting up kind of like a hot tub kind of posture there but yeah because if i if i go all the way and just go full submersion which you know if you ask the pros that's the most beneficial way for doing a cold plunge but it's like yeah but i can't go like an hour and a half without like with like ghost white hands and like no ability (laughs) to use them right (laughs) well that's that 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 whole topic and i'm sure we'll revisit more of the cold plunges it kind of plays into today's uh, today's episode, which you know you kind of pulled up 
which is good. Um, and I like the, I like the alternate alternating, you know, you one week meet and next as far as topics. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's fun. But be, before, before we get into that, dive into that, uh, what are you, what are you sipping on? So I'm, I'm sipping on another, uh, um, one you probably had, I think in July too, this was stocked in the fridge. It's, uh, it's turned out to be one of my favorite IPAs and it's the, um, founders is, uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's a brewery out of there, but this is their centennial IPA. And I kind of just came upon this two summers ago, maybe. And what really got me was there's three factors. So of course it's, it's a percentage and this comes in <laughs> out, you know, it's 7.2. So that's, you know, that's legit. And, but the, it was a 15 pack and it's almost impossible to find any kind of almost any kind of beer, unless you're doing the, the PBRs and the Coors and the Budweiser's, you know, like to find like a good IPA in a 15 pack is extremely tough. And the price on this too, I mean, it was, it was icing on the cake. It was like under 20 bucks. So I was like, oh, this is going to be crap. You know, I tried it the first time, but it was like, this is, this is good. It's got a good hop flavor to it and everything. And, um, and I, I came upon it over in Summit County last weekend. So I grabbed, grabbed a 15 pack. And uh, was extremely excited about that. So that's what I'll be. I'll be. It's that. Uh, it's that good Flint, Michigan water that they got in there. It makes it so cheap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Screaming, screaming right? deal. Don't get me as a water operator. Don't get me started on Flint, Michigan. <laughs> well, there is it. That'll be another yeah, podcast. There was something, something. Guys are. I've heard there. something in the news that somebody's getting indicted out there for something. I don't know if it's uh, the mayor or somebody, somebody because of that whole water situation is, is going, going to, going to trial or, or in trouble for something, which it should be. Oh yeah. 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 They're still in trouble. Oh yeah. Those, I mean, that should be death penalty as far as I'm concerned with, with some of those, those guys there in Flint, but that literally screwed the whole, country over for operating water and what we have to what we're required now to sample and how often and how many places and yeah just that's interesting yeah that is that's that's (laughs) another topic for another day so that's interesting i didn't know yeah i didn't even think of it having an impact on you but that's interesting so we might might want to revisit that at some point in time Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Any kind of big situation like that when it comes down to public health of any sorts, you know, in this case, it was potable water, but there was Alamosa is a town in Colorado. There was a big outbreak um, from contaminated storage tanks. And like that just that created a whole bunch of regulations. And after that, so. Yeah, I, I could get real geeky with that. <laughs> like, uh, sure. Like, <laughs> but anyway, on a lighter note, what uh, what kind of what kind of can you got? Right before in? I answer your question, I will say you and our our friend that we were uh, uh, on the Silver Heels with, you and him would get <laughs> yeah. great conversations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have gotten us back over. Uh, 
uh, to Camp Como yeah, for sure that conversation after. Uh, I am drinking <laughs> yeah. a local here, Tempe, Arizona, Hus Brewing Company. It's called Hopalooza. It's a hazy. Yeah, it's a like hazy coming in at 6.6 so very very refreshing for the 73 degree day i was gonna say your your sunny porch kind of yeah yeah today. It's, it's it's definitely it's definitely there and I, I i dipped in the water after the run this afternoon and it was a hell of a lot warmer than this uh, yesterday morning <laughs> you should have held on no no it was it was it was still cold enough yeah, yeah, yeah. Not warm, but not right. as cold. Well, good. Well, that could kind of flow in right, uh, right to today's topic for uh, session yeah, number why don't eighteen. You, why don't you take it away? Yeah. Um. So, thought I'd just pick a broad topic here for today and just see where things take us, which is always interesting. Um, but personally, for me and just podcasts in general. So I work alone um, pretty much every day, all day. So in the mornings, I kind of scroll through a bunch of different shows and I'll I'll download a bunch onto my phone and that usually carries me throughout the day. Um, But I'm a sucker for any time there's any, the title of any kind of show would have mental toughness in the title. You know, that's a, that's an automatic download in my book. So um, just from how our conversations have been going throughout the last uh, 17 episodes and ultra dad sessions, I thought we'd, we just sprinkle a little mental toughness topic into uh, this collection. But um, really what got me to um, pick this one out and I'm people listening right now, may just assume that we're going to talk about endurance events and ultras and everything. But I think with the mental toughness aspect during these days and these trying times, it's just a good, good uh, topic to chat about. Um, You know, we, we went all throughout 2020, the pandemic, the end of the season was the elections. Now everybody was so, looking forward to 2021 <laughs> and I think uh I think a lot of people want to want to go back to 2020 maybe because <laughs> it, it's it's really starting off with a bang here but in terms of mental toughness it's it's um you know everybody right now kind of has a path to pick and throughout the last year too of you know are they going to go just with, with the path of least resistance and just kind of just try to get by or, you know, you're going to make the most of it. And maybe there's going to be some resistance or some trials and bumps in the road, but which, which way are you going to go? You know, and you could stock up on toilet paper last year, you know, last March, you know, and just hunker down and binge on Netflix and just order everything in and, you know, watch, watch the scale go up and up, or are you going to, you know, make the most of a, a crappy situation and I don't know, do like a 50 K around your <laughs> swimming pool. You know, it's, it's, it just kind of stuff like that, that I want to just frame this out with tonight. And of course it, it'll go into, into our ultra experiences and, you know, 
times where you're, you you do have to dig deep and you know what how did you get there mentally or how did you even want to you know sign up for something or pick an obstacle in life that you knew was not going to be easy but you proceeded to have that forward motion that forward relentless forward progress to to take on a challenging um obstacle so that's that's where i i, I thought we would just kind of get this ball rolling and and you know see where, see where well, it rolls there's a to. couple things i want to unpack there um one is the, the the question I have is what do you what do you how do you describe mental toughness? But don't answer that just yet, because I want to go back to what you were just talking about and, and you know the whole signing up, uh, whether it's signing up for a race or you know starting that new job or uh, asking that that guy or girl on a date, whatever that whatever that uh, that challenge is, whatever that obstacle it is or whatever that whatever that journey you are about to go on uh does it do you think it i don't know if does mental toughness have something to do with taking that jump you know to i i don't know because as you were talking i was like does it does it take mental toughness to sign up for a 50 mile race does it take stupidity (laughs) Right, uh, I, I think it. T- I, I, Look, right. liquid I courage. The second part of that, I think it does take courage. I think it. Ta- I think it takes courage because I, I think most going into uh, some some new endeavor, we'll say, taking on some new skill. I think for the most part, everybody thinks that as I go off and start this new journey, there's going to be trials and tribulations along the along the way. And I think that courage part is knowing that, having that fear, but still doing it anyway. So is that part of mental toughness or does the mental toughness come down the line when you're in the midst of that journey and you're getting hit with a bag of dicks per se uh, and, and <laughs> yeah. you have to continue to move forward. So with, with that stated, you know, what, let's go back to the question, you know, how do you, how do you define mental toughness i think i mean mental toughness i think in order to do anything and succeed at it or even not succeed um but just to proceed let's say proceed um you need mental toughness to do anything um just getting out of bed (laughs) you know some days you know, where it's so easy to hit the alarm, but, you know, as a parent, that's not an option at all. Like that's for us hitting a snooze is that's like, that's so 12 years ago because it doesn't matter what we want to do. You know, it's, it's a matter of being a provider, being a parent, getting out of bed, whether you're hungover, you're sick, you just were up too late the night before eight-year-old twin girls they don't care about that at all they're, they're not going to say hey are you are you okay today like can you get up if not i'll, I'll come back later like that's not right, an option right. so it's you know so that's why i mean like mental toughness you can apply that to any scenario in life and it's a matter of you know are you going to succeed or fail 
and you can gauge the level of, of toughness within that. Um, but it, it does have to be trained mm. though. I mean, it doesn't, it does not just come not to everybody. Um, I think some may just genetically <laughs> have a certain level, but I think it's, you know, some say that the brain's the biggest muscle right. in the body and, you know, there's probably like doctors cringing right now, but, um, but I treat it like it is. And a muscle has to be trained. It has to be conditioned. It's got to be worked out. So all these little experiences in life are mini workouts, I think, to, to really get that, that mental edge on things. So, you know, I'm not really answering your question of what is mental toughness, but I think it's, it's almost like a, like a spirit of, of some sort. Like you can't, it's all around you. Um, you can't see it or feel it or touch it, but it, it's always present. Yeah. You, 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 I think you did answer it in, in, in a couple, a couple different ways, or you gave at least some characteristics of it. Right. And I was smiling here because you touched on a few things already just in the 20 minutes we've been talking and in the the eight minutes or whatever we've been talking about the topic at hand is that, you know, I, I had, I had some bullet points that I had wrote down and it, you know, a a few of them we already hit on you, you, you mentioned resistance and I had comfort zone getting out of that comfort zone. Right. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Which is a common, common, uh, that's been entering a lot of our conversations. Absolutely. Too. And it's, I so, think they're, they're intertwined yeah. those words. And then you had, uh, you know, it's, it's, I wrote down, it's a practice, it's work. Right. Uh, and yep. I, I don't know, I think I might disagree with you that people were, are born with it. I think it's something that we, I mean, maybe people have some, some gene, uh, some gene that they're, they're given. I don't know. I think, I think, Something, and we'll take one little tangent here and come back, but I think, you know, we talk about people that are born with talent. They, they were like a LeBron James was born to, I think that's all bullshit. I, I mean, I just personally think, I think it's something we learn. It's something we develop. And I think it's something we practice. And it, it's something we, we develop over time. I don't think any of us are born with certain skills. I think they're developed over time. So you, you don't think like, uh, pick your parents carefully? You know, for that whole, when you look at the LeBrons and the Jordans and like Killian, you know, like that genetic advantage in, in some people. Uh, in, in some way, shape or form, yes. So for like a LeBron James, I mean, his parents were probably big, you know, they're probably tall, you know, yeah. you know the guy's like six. Yeah, eight, yeah, so yeah. I'm assuming that some, from, from a genetics perspective, he was given some genes that kind of, you know, it, it, it might make sense for a six, eight guy to play basketball. Right. But as far as the skill sets that he had to perfect and practice over those years to get him to be who he is now, he wasn't given that he had, to, he had to work yeah. his ass off to get that. So going back to mental toughness, right. I think it is a practice and I think it's a practice of consistently, consistently getting yourself out of that comfort zone. Right. And can consistently dealing with and working through and battling those that resistance, right, to uh, 
to continue to move forward to, and this is a, this is a David Goggins uh, term, callous. You know, you want to callous the mind. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, and just like you were talking yeah. about how, how the, the, the mind is a muscle. We talk about, you know, the training that we go through and the workouts we do in, 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 in an effort to, to develop our skill sets and our body to go through some of these events. But, you know, and, and this is a good topic, right? Because we don't really talk about, I guess we do a little bit, but what are we doing to practice and callous our minds like we would, like we would develop, develop our mind, like we would develop our bodies because it's the same thing. It's actually probably even more, I think it's more important. Um, and oh, it's yeah. not just in the events, dude, it's, and, and you touched on some great things, right? You know, that, that single mom that has three kids that was working four jobs to support them, you know, she, she has to get up in the morning. She, she doesn't have a choice. I mean, I guess she does have a choice, but she's got to be mentally tough to go through that process each day. Right. And there's another thing too, right. That, that I was thinking about when, and I wrote this down, there's a, there's a mission, right. There's a purpose. There's a why that, that I think plays into this whole mental toughness, right. Because, you know, if, if, with you with the girls the 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 twins at eight and when we were when my girls were young right yeah no matter if i stayed up late whatever the case may be we have to get up we we didn't have a choice like you said you know elena wasn't going to come into my room when she was five years old and say hey dad you're tired okay i'll come back in an hour let you sleep in that's not gonna happen (laughs) but we got up because there was you could define it as mental toughness, but I also believe that there is that, uh, that mission, right. That purpose to drive us. But it's also, I think that the mission exists to continue to battle through that resistance and, and, you know, deal with the shit that we have to deal with, that we don't want to deal with. It's not pretty. That's not sexy. We know we have to do it because the, the more we do it, the more callous we're going to get, the more used to it we're going to get. Um, because when that situation, when that resistance, if you will, comes to us in a future setting, we're going to be mentally, our, our mind muscle is going to be well-developed to push through it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you can almost like categorize it as like voluntary and involuntary. So like with the kids and, you know, just looking back, when the girls were infants, I mean, that was, that was straight up survival (laughs) for everybody. Like me and Cindy were just trying to keep two heartbeats going. And when they got colicky, I mean, we were trying to keep two heartbeats going and not want to just like walk out of the house and never come back. So that was, you know, that that's involuntary. We didn't have a choice of if we wanted to callous our minds, like, the, the calluses were, were happening and we had no choice about it. Um, but now when, you know, certain situations that like me and you would take on, on a day-to-day basis now, like going into the pool mm-hmm. after your run, you know, that's, that's your choice and that's what you want to do. And that's what I think a lot of uh, people are lacking these days because we're, we're, paying so much money and time and effort into this certain technology and 
gadgets and everything to make well even like air conditioning and heating and everything like we're going to great extent to create a state of comfort and now that that doesn't create calluses that's hand lotion that's all hand lotion that's gonna that's gonna soften your hands up pretty fast but you know taking those cold plunges going out when you don't want to go out you know that's that's the stuff we can do to stay you know goggins says stay hard you know so you know there's there's exposure to to all those elements that it's a matter of if you're gonna seek out and that's why people look at us and like these guys are crazy (laughs) like why why are they doing that right now like it's pouring rain out they got a log on their shoulder walking through the woods like why but then after a hike like that you come back into normal you know quote normal life and things are just a piece of cake after that. It makes dealing it, so, it makes dealing with an asshole on a conference call or dealing with the water system yeah. that's all effed up. It, it kind of makes it. I'm not going to say it, 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 it laughable. Yeah, it, 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 I wouldn't say it makes it any easier to to manage, but it's certainly in comparative terms. I mean, well, hell, I'd be rather I'd, I'd rather be sitting on my butt on my in my desk dealing with this idiot. But maybe. Maybe in some instances, though, we don't, though, right? How many times have I been sitting there going, you know what? Shit, I'd rather be logging. A, I'd be rather carrying a log in the woods <laughs> listen, rather than listen to this douchebag, you know? But exactly. But I was thinking about something as you're, as you're, and listen, I mean, we're not looking to be David Goggins out here. And for those listening that no. don't know who he is, Google David Goggins. I mean, the guy's a beast. Um, but that's, that's, not what our intent here is our intent it, it here is to and it's not even to make quote unquote people tougher it's to be able to um, i i and i'll i'll throw this out there because um this is something I, I try to practice with girls because at some point they're going to be leaving right they're going to be going off and doing their thing whether that's school whether it's who knows but you know probably school and they're going to be living on their own. They're going to, they're going to leave the house. And yeah, the thing that Robin and I try to do is prepare them to leave home and become great adults. All right. So, and I think, I, I think, especially me, I, I've needed to do a better job of letting them go so they can get out of their comfort zone more. And they, Yep. Can can develop those calluses, if you will, on the mind. So when you know they have to make that tough phone call to a coach or a professor or their job or whatever the case may be, they have to have that difficult conversation. They're prepared for it, right? And I think that's what we're talking about here. Is it's it's not going out and running the hundred miles. Uh, you know, yeah, you got to be mentally tough in which to do that, but. You know, you're not even prior to COVID, man, you needed to be mentally tough to to facilitate your day because there's a there's a <laughs> there's a lot of bag of dicks out there waiting to rain down on us, you know? And that's just that's just the the world we live in. And I, I would rather in, in in our case, I would rather prepare our kids and our families in which to do so so they're better off down the road. Whatever that whatever that uh, uh, resistance is going to be because we're going to get it. 
Oh yeah, for sure. And that's what I actually have a quote, you know, written down here, but with that, it's, it's the exposure, I think. And even looking back on like the genetic versus, you know, a, a bunch of bull crap stuff. Um, you could curse. On I this, think maybe. Way, Brian. No, I know. I know. <laughs> but my kids, my, my, my kids are listening to this too. They, they'll listen on the way to school. Side note. Oh, side story. <laughs> they'll listen on the way to school in Cindy's car, but they never can get past the beer of uh, the beginning. Cause it's like a three minute drive to school. So <laughs> the only part they listen to is what we're drinking. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's so just to, we need it. We need another road trip just so we could get beyond uh, the first five minutes <laughs> and get into the meat of some of these shows. <laughs> yeah, just so the audience knows we're not perfect. So Brian's kids, all they know about is that, uh, he and I, all we do is get on the podcast and drink beer. <laughs> yeah, which isn't a surprise, <laughs> but they just want to hear something else. And the girls, time to time, they're like, you talk about Tanner all the time. Can you talk about us, too, on the podcast? So I'll have to come up with some stories, I guess. Right, right. <laughs> um, but with kids in general, the, the one quote I did write down was, dad, I didn't want to do it, but I did it anyway. Mm. And I think that is, that is us as parents creating that example and creating that exposure of, Hey, you know, what, what was that? Uh, like rainbows and unicorns Mm -hmm. life isn't all rainbow and unicorns, you know, and the girls and Tanner, they know, and um, as and you're you're too as well. They notice that the time that we put into work, the time we put into you know making meals and everything like that, and the sacrifices that go on with it. And we do verbalize this stuff too. Like we're we're making sure they do notice these things, but that also you know, leads into their lives and the decisions they're making, you know, and, and our, our kids, you know, yours are, you're, you're prepping to, to flee the nest here sooner than later compared to where, you know, my kids are at. Right. But all in all, we're still showing that there are tough times and just making is going to be beneficial and, you know, not doing what you want or what would be the easiest that's not every scenario that they're going to come across but and i think that's where the the growth occurs with mental toughness and and training the mind is when you go out and do something you didn't want to do i mean that's Mm -hmm. where that's that's where you're getting the reps in um it's it's not it's and it goes beyond just it's it's one it's going out there and doing the thing that you didn't want to do but it's also going out and doing that thing that you didn't want to do in conditions that really, really suck. Um, you know, when it's, when it's really, really easy, like you said, to hit that snooze alarm and pull those blankets over those covers over your head when it's all warm and toasty, rather than, you know, lacing them out when it's, you know, eight degrees outside and, putting 17 layers on and going out it's not it's not going to be fun and it's not going to be sexy and people aren't going to be looking at you and and um it's it's not it's you're not going to get that notoriety it's good it's 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 dark 
it's lonely and it's not sexy, but that's where that growth occurs. That's where that, 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 that conditioning and that mental toughness happens. Those are those moments. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's the unsung heroes, you know, it's not, not the, the guys that are in the limelight and, you know, getting all the attention and thinking about all this stuff brings me back to when I was coaching here in town at, you know, there'd be five to six wrestlers a season here in South Park. And I, I was just baffled with the, the, the small group of wrestlers that I had because compared to when we were wrestling, I mean, you know, we've talked about South Campus and, you know, just, just wrestlers in general and in, in Pennsylvania. I mean, you're, it, it's a big deal. And that has, I think, a lot to do with it. You know, you got that extrinsic motivation over your head 24-7 when you're a wrestler in our area. But these right. guys were like, it was hard for me to coach the team because we were every day after school, you know, it was getting dark by the time because we get we go to school until 4, 4.30. So it's dark when these kids are walking to the Votech building outside of the high school. And we were in this dusty wrestling room that used to be the drafting room. And it used to be the, the maintenance shop. So we were in this garage. I mean, it was as dirty and cold as possible. These kids would show up every day and then they would show up, meet me at 4 a.m. Saturday mornings to go to a tournament. We didn't have home meets. There's no such thing as home meets. These kids would roll in and then be in a tournament all day long until we'd get home like 11 o'clock at night. And Monday morning, Monday after school, every one of them would show up for practice again and we'd do it all over again. And nobody knew what we were doing at all. And these kids still rolled in and still showed up 100% every time. It was just, it was mind boggling to me at times. I was like, damn, like these guys just want, they want it that bad. And that, like that, was mental toughness put together right there. And these kids didn't even know it. You know, they didn't even know they were mentally tough. I'm looking at them like, wow, like very impressive. And to them, they were just like, yeah, this is what we do. You know, so that kind of, that pops up a lot actually for me. And just being in a rural setting up here. And it's like, wow, you know, but it comes back to the why, like what's your why? Why yeah. are you showing well, up Saturday morning? Why are you rolling in Monday after a full weekend like that? <laughs> well, there's two things here, and I'm going to write this down, and we'll circle back to this little note. Um, going back to that why that you mentioned, but the one thing that one of the memories that comes to mind when when, and I think I shared, I definitely shared it with you before. I may have shared it on the podcast before. Is that um, when we when we moved here, you know, when we when we got to Arizona, you know, Elena was just she wasn't really um, into it, right? When we got here, she was all for it, you know, a year and a half prior. But as she grew up and you know she matured more, and we got here, you know, there was that anxiety, there was those fears fitting in, and all that good stuff that goes along with a eleven year old at the time. 12 year old at a time starting anew. Right. And then I think it was probably either last year at this time or, or, you know, somewhere around 
maybe when this whole COVID shit started brewing down on us, you know, we were having a conversation and then it leads into that, you know, training them to leave the house. And we were, we were just, the family was having a conversation and, you know, cause I was having anxiety. Did we make the right decision? Did we make the right decision? Did I, did I just completely screw my family by making this move out to Arizona, even though it was a group, a group decision. Um, and she said, you know, dad, there's points that I don't, I don't, I, I don't like it here. I, you know, if you told me we were going to move back tomorrow, I would say, yeah, 100%, let's go. But the fact of the matter is, is that we did it and I'm here and I'm dealing with it. And what are these lessons that I'm going the lessons that I've learned through this process, it's going to make me a hell of a lot, make it a hell of a lot easier for me when I go to college or, or when I leave the house or whatever I, cause we, I've done it. You know, I, I, it'll be different circumstances, but I, 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 I've been through this. I, 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 you know, she didn't say these words, but she had become callous with these types of circumstances. And, you know, to, think back to a 12 year old, 13 year old, maybe at that point in time, having that type of awareness. Um, that's what, you know, that's what we're kind of trying to do. Now that wasn't intent. When we, when, when we did this, I wasn't thinking, oh yeah, well, this is the perfect opportunity to, for me to callous Elena's mind because, you know, I wasn't thinking that, but that was something she pulled out of it, which I felt was awesome. Um, and that leads me to that, the note that I wrote down and you were talking about your, 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 your guys wrestling, right. And why they were showing up, they were just doing it. Right. So I was thinking about this before that whole thought of second nature, you know, you know, we don't think about breathing. We just do it, you know? Yeah. Uh, when we're running, you know, and we are at a consistent pace for a mile, two miles, three miles, we just keep going. It's kind of second nature. You know, when you, you know, all those repetitions of single legs and double legs with JD, you yeah. know, we get into a certain situation, <laughs> you know, we're mentally trained and it's second nature, right? Yeah. So you're not thinking, you're just doing. So, how, yeah, how much, how much of that plays into the mental toughness game where, you know, we're sometimes, you know, you and I, there's sometimes we're on autopilot, like, you know, with you maybe going into the cold, maybe going into your cold plunge, maybe go, me going into the pool. Maybe I don't think I'm there yet where it's second nature, but it's just part of the routine, you know, but that quote unquote part of the routine is something that's building that mental toughness in us. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it totally does. And I mean, that all kind of goes back to just exposure again. I mean, even from Elena, you know, and, and, kids in general you know her mindset at that time that was you know a byproduct of you know you and robin and you know raising girls and that that exposure with you too led to her having that mindset at that moment and viewing situations like she did i mean that comes down to just the exposure right there and sure. you know you know, and then, you know, good quality coaches, like, or, you know, like we like to say, and there's a lot of people that will say, you know, I, I only like to surround myself with those that I respect and those that uh, motivate me, you know, and that, that again is exposure. Like I'm exposed to just quality people. I'm not, 
hanging around people that make bad decisions or are just toxic and, you know, just full of negativity and have just bad views on life and everything. I don't, I don't, I'm going to push those people a little bit farther away, but I'm going to expose myself to just good quality folk <laughs> and, right. you know, family too, you know, Sometimes you're exposed to family that you'd rather not be, but you know, it is what sure. it is. But if you're, if you're aware that, wow, this, this person's got it together. I'm going to, I like what, I like where the mind's at, I like what they do. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to have them a little bit closer to me and let them, let them in this circle of mine. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, and I think, um, just going off of exposure to what I had written down was, was patience with a Mm -hmm. lot of this stuff too. Um, There's a lot of people when I look back, you know, on this, this circle that I create around me of individuals, there's a lot of, a lot of qualities. It has to do with patience and because there's, there's not a, I think when you have patience, you're not expecting that, that instant gratification. Um, and you're not expecting things to happen immediately. Um, all good things come to those who wait. <laughs> and I, I, I've always liked that. And I, I'm a firm believer in that as well, but to, to wait it out. And even in, you know, a hundred mile race too, I think patience is, is key and I may have even written that down into, you know, one of my, maybe the first hundred mile, the Silver Heels one. I think I went into that with respect for the mountains and patience as I moved through them. And that, that takes a lot of mental toughness, I think, because it's just like, oh my God, like I'm 20 hours in right now and my legs are barely moving, you know, like I'm done. But if you can just settle in to where you're at and have that patience and just appreciate the right foot, left foot, that, that patience and that, that easy mind will get you to the finish line there. And you can, you can compare that to, you know, day in, day out life experiences as well, too. Well, on the, the other side of the patience and using the, using the, uh, the race metaphor, you know, because, um, I don't know why I sounded like the race metaphor. I don't know why I put so much emphasis on the back end of that. No, it's not, but uh, go with it, man. It sounded awesome. <laughs> uh, uh, you know the pa- the the patience of not going out too fast, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm 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 trying to relate this to real life because, you know how how. I think there's there's the part of it with with a race where you know you don't want you want to have that patience to not go out too fast because if you if you, if you don't have that patience and you do out go go out too fast you're going to be hurting towards the the later stages of those races and then you're going to really have to rely on mental toughness you're going to really have to rely on the resiliency at that point in time uh, so you know when when new opportunities surface or perfect example is, uh, you know, you, you start, you start a new relationship, you know, think about when, you know, you and Cindy started getting together and me and Robin started getting together and you get, you get anxious and you get excited and you, 
you know, you want to move fast and you want to, this, everything's so great. And you're, oh, oh my God, it's, you know, there's rainbows and unicorns everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you got to step back and you need to, you know, slow that mind down. And I think that is, is relatable in, in most opportunities and most uh, situations that, that we're faced with that, whether, whether positive or whether challenging. Yeah, I think there's that patience to step back and slow the mind down and slow things down. The thing, what happens, I think, is we start li- listening to to those external sources, whether, you know, like you said, you want to surround yourself with like-minded people and, and, and people that are in the same, uh, the same ilk, if you will. But you start listening to these uh, outside sources say, no, no, you have to go faster on this. You need to go faster. You have to, you have to do the first 15 miles at, at, breakneck speed because you need to be out front yeah but no 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 you don't have to do that you have to pull it back and definitely be patient because the, the more that i've experienced being patient and it trust me folks out there for me it's 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 i'm historically not a patient person um, <laughs> true story but yeah but over the years i've learned to in in many phases of my life to to listen to my breath step back be patient and you know the opportunities typically aren't going anywhere um you know if if, if you're you're if the opportunity is right it'll it'll still be there tomorrow you don't have to rush into it and i think we start as a society we start listening to those external sources and that pushes us further into it and through that process we don't we're not able to develop that mental toughness because we're rushing through something and not really being aware of the challenges that we're dealing with. We're kind of just glancing through them and missing those opportunities to build, to build that strong mind, you know, cause we're, we're focused on that end result. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And it's um, value in the process or something like that. But I think if you can take that mindset and really appreciate the process in itself, not just getting to the finish line, you know, and that's, you know, we both heard through our upbringing, you know, one of the last things a coach would say before you go on the mat, wrestle your own match. Right. And now it's mm-hmm. run your own race. And now even more so it's live your own life. So it's, yeah. it's those we're always being told that throughout our lives. It's just different different uh different arenas and different games but it's still it's it's your life and live it the way you want to and if you can slow things down and value that process that's great and that there's a lot of growth that'll occur but if and if you're a parent remember you have little ones spectating on how mm-hmm. you are proceeding and moving through that process. And they're taking notes, you know, it's, they're not sitting down and writing them down, but they pay attention, even though you don't think they're looking, but they're, they're paying attention. And then that's going to dictate how they start wrestling their own match and running their own race, living their own life from that exposure you're giving them through their upbringing. So it's kind of, it's all one big game, man. (laughs) 
let me let me ask you because uh, <clears throat> I had this I had these two kind of words side by side three words actually but two thoughts side by side as we're <clears throat> as we had been talking about the ways of developing the mental toughness right and there's there's <clears throat> there's that resiliency right yep um, there's that persistency and there's that patience those those three words that I think we both can agree that are, are good qualities to be able to develop mental toughness. Um, how much do, how much I, cause I, I'm laughing because I know it's me. How, how much is it those words versus being stubborn and hardheaded? Oh, that's all part of it. <laughs> throw, throw those in there too. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not going to be stubborn and hardheaded, then Gosh, I mean, both of those have calluses just around the, the name themselves. I mean, that, right. That is, and you can, but you can, they can be viewed two different ways. You know, the, 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 the negative way, most likely because yep. somebody's not on your page, you know, it's <laughs> somebody, one of my friends was like, I'm not stubborn. I'm just always right. You know, so <laughs> you can, you can take it that way. Um, but I think if you want to be persistent, um, and not just bow down or break, um, there is a level of stubbornness and hard headed that, that you need and that, but that's all part of the, the, the conditioning and everything. So it's, yeah, I think there's a fine line, right? It, it really is. Between. Be to be, you know, a jerk to somebody, or just be like, nope, this is, this is my path, this is my life, and this is the direction I'm going. Right. You know, and even when things are tough, you know, the elements aren't in your favor, and you know, nothing's going your way. You know, bag of dicks, like we're saying. You know, is that is that bag gonna stop your forward uh, motion? Or are you going to be stubborn enough to say, well, it only hit me on the shoulder. I can still keep going, you know? So then there's the thing, right? There's, there's the thing there's, there's that, is that mental toughness? Is that, is that hard headedness or that stubbornness? And I think, I, I think, I mean, I view it as, as I view it being hard headed and I view being stubborn as it's it's there's there's definitely positivity there but there's definitely um that could be uh, uh what's the word i want to look for an area of improvement right because um i think i've gotten better over the over the years as i'm getting older and i know now having teenage daughters that I, apparently i'm never right when it comes to anything <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> just an old but, man, as Tanner would say. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Just an, just an old, just an old man. Uh, Lena called me that like two times last week. Um, <laughs> oh, I get it like two times every dinner. <laughs> yeah. Well, because there's that, there's that, um, and there's a whole other, uh, a whole other direction we we would be able to take this down as far as you know doing what you believe is right and doing the right thing and so on and so forth, but. The, the thing that keeps coming back to me is a few years ago, I don't know if you remember, we were having that issue with the, the dryer at our house and we got a new dryer, but the guy that quote unquote installed it didn't install it correctly. And he had to rush to another 
another meeting or whatever the case may be. And I wasn't home and Robin was dealing with it. And she just said, let him go. We'll figure out where to get home. So we got home and there was, there was the hose, right? The, the exhaust yep. for the dryer. And then there was the, the connections and long story short, I went to like Home Depot or Lowe's that day, like six different times. Uh-huh. Um, because because one I was ignorant and I didn't know any better Uh, and and I guess I was hard-headed because I would go to the store and be like okay no this is what we need this is what we need we need and the guy would be like are you sure because it sounds like you might need this that and the other thing and I'm like according to this this is what I need and you know is that me trying to be right me being stubborn me being hard-headed obviously me being persistent going back and forth for six times, I keep thinking that 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 experience keeps coming to mind as we're talking about hard-headedness, being stubborn, being persistent. Eventually we got it to work, you know, but, and I'm sure I, I was able to create some level of mental toughness throughout that process. Uh, but damn, man, I'm sure there was probably an easier way to go about it. Oh, they're, yeah, they're, but but it is the process that you are on. So, you know, it's 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 all the obstacles and everything. You know, the obstacle is the way. <laughs> Put it in the in in the, from was that Ryan Holiday? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's and you know you could throw in pride in with that mm-hmm. whole oh, wow. whole yeah. whole deal too. You know of you know it's. And that's where a lot of things will get me too. You know, I'm just, you know, I take certain things as a personal reflection to where I shouldn't, you know, so therefore I'm I'm too proud to bow down or or to stop, you know, and and that is like what you were dealing with, you know, like when do you just stop and throw your hands up and allow somebody else to come in and, and take over, you know, it's, that's what will get me into trouble. <laughs> so, and it's, you know, and, you know, relating to work a nine to five job. Well, if something's not done, are you just good with shutting her down? And cause the clock says so, or are you going to push on because you feel that, you know, this work can, can be, it can be better and you'll be done when you're done kind of deal you know so that's and that's mental toughness there too it's you know you you're looking at the clock and it's like oh it's quitting time but you know another hour and a half then this whole project will just be done and Mm -hmm. i don't have to revisit it again you know it's which which path are you going to take so yeah it's it's all good stuff i think you know and like a, a lot of these topics the awareness level I think mm-hmm. of are you what are you paying attention to during these kind of times like whether you're with your kids or you're out alone at 5 a.m you know moving through moving through the trails on a cold cold morning you know it's the awareness of what's around you and who's around you and who's watching and paying attention I think is is a big thing yeah Oh yeah, it's a, it's a huge thing. It's a, well, it's it's a huge thing, and and, and uh, what's 
I, I think maybe, maybe another level of mental toughness, maybe, maybe, I don't know. You tell me after I say it is who cares, yeah. who cares who's looking, you know, who cares, who cares who's watching uh, yeah. and who cares what other people think. And I think that's really a, a very, very big, big component of mental toughness is not, and we were talking about this, not being influenced by those, those outside sources. Yep. And why, you know, coming back to the why then to tie that in. It's like, why, mm -hmm. why are you going out? Are you, are you doing this because you want to make a post about it? And, yeah. You know, yep. send a cool picture out. Or is that just the byproduct of why you were out there, you know, but, and that could be a good thing that, you know, you could be motivating, inspiring others that are having problems just getting out of bed in the morning and stuff. So it, it could be twofold right there. You know, if it's, if it's not a real genuine motivation, then that's, that's something to take a look at. But if you are, you know, motivating other people or motivating your own kids and everything, then that shouldn't be your main priority. That shouldn't be your main why, you know, that, that should just be, you know, a side effect of, <laughs> of your purpose. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll challenge you on that though, but because if, and here's my thought on it is if their motivation is to get out, to be able to post that picture and that's the thing that's getting them out the door, uh, I'm okay with that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. As long as they're, as long as they're, as long as they're getting their ass out the door to do it. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. And, you know, keep it keep in mind, audience. We're talking about this specific example, or, but if, I mean, if listen, if if Jimmy Joe is motivated to get out and climb that mountain because he wants to get to the top of it and take a picture and post it on Facebook or whatever the social media is because he wants to share it and get a bunch of likes, there's here's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, there's there's the disingenuous way that he the reason why he's doing it, but hey, folks. At least he's getting out and getting up that freaking mountain. At least, yeah. at least he's doing that. Go, go climb that mountain. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. No. I, I agree. I agree with that 100. percent But yeah, and it's you know just bringing it into the mountains. I think that's what I really enjoy is the people that enter the mountains. I mean, there there has to be a minimum level of mental toughness to to just go step in you know in, in, mm -hmm. into unknown trails maybe if you're not and like with this covid you know there's been more more and more and more tons of people entering into to the outdoors and that does take you know ignorance is bliss you can look yep. at it one one side of it you know and with the 14ers crowd around here that's definitely that's definitely a situation but what i'm talking about is big big days in the mountains um you need a certain level of mental toughness just to get out the door from all the way from the proper preparation and research and homework that you know what you're getting into but to be able to have that bag packed and and head out into it could be the unknown i mean you got to be it's not, it's, it's definitely not for everybody. So it'll be interesting with all this new exposure with a, a lot of the population to see where things go now um, with, with people getting on the trails and maybe trying to further their education and their, 
their mileage maybe on, on the trails and everything like that. And just see, you know, it'd be cool to see if that shifted society, (laughs) but I don't know. That's, that's kind of wishful thinking, (laughs) but you never know. Yeah, definitely. There's, there's one last word I have written down that we, we didn't touch on. And I think, I think whether you're looking to get, get out into the mountains um, I think it's, I, I think it's interchangeable with mental toughness too, whether you're getting, looking to get out into the mountains or start a business or, uh, what, whatever, whatever it is that you're looking to do, uh, grit, grit. You know? Oh yeah. 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 Um, and grit, it's kind of like a lot of these words, it, you know, it, it, it takes grit to toe that line. Again, folks, we're using, we're using race metaphors here, but it, it, it takes grit to, to start something. It takes, it takes mental toughness to something, you know, it takes to start something, but it also takes courage to keep going. It takes grit to keep going. It keep, it takes mental tough to keep going when, when, you know, that shit proverbial shit hits the fan. Um, and I think, I, I think those are all words that I think are all interchangeable. Um, and they're, I think they're all skills that, that are developed uh, and, pr- and again, practiced over time. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you have to practice. <laughs> you know, use it or lose it pretty much. But yeah, the grit, I think the grit is, is right down there on the foundation mm-hmm. of everything. And that can be taught. I think that that can be taught for sure. Um, but again, it's by, you know, leading by example of that. When, uh, when grit came out, the, the book from, was it Correct. Angela Duckworth? Is that it? Okay. So she talked about the ice cream scoops in, in grit, right? Uh, no, you remind, remind me. I'm sure it's in there. I read it. So there, there was a study and this isn't verbatim whatsoever, but there's a study with younger children and it was, you know, almost like instant gratification, delayed gratification. Is this, so the kids were present. If you do this, if you do, if you do this, you could have one scoop now. If you wait five minutes, you could have two scoops later. Exactly. So there was a study on that. So when I, heard about it i i think i heard on a podcast before i read about it but tanner was at that time maybe four and so the one and we had ice cream in the freezer which is like kind of a rare thing for us but so i was like all right i want to do this with with tanner and check it out and so i was like all right tanner here's the deal i put a scoop in a bowl i was like you want you want ice cream he's like yeah 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 and i was like all right here's the deal he's like i'll give you this right now and you can have this one scoop. I was like, but if you want to wait 10 minutes, I'll put two scoops in the bowl and you can have that. And he stopped and he, he was kind of, you know, looking at the bowl, looking at me, looking at the bowl. And he, I was like, and you oh, had he's going to eat this scoop right now. Out he goes, minute for visual effect. Absolutely. Oh yeah. <laughs> right there. Like, yeah, right there. Spoon Underneath his there nose. And, mm. and, uh, <laughs> You're you're yeah. eating the bowl Weaving yourself. Little, little drool coming out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I got like ten scoops in mine. And he goes, he goes. I was like, I know he's gonna just want that right now. He goes, how long do I have nice. to wait for three scoops? I was like, 
right, all right. I was like, that's smart you're gonna right be right all right, there. kid. That's smart. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was kind of a fun fun little story awesome. on on grit. That's awesome, but. Well, we could tie a knot in this, man. We went a little bit over, but uh, we got started earlier, so that's a positive thing. Um, any any parting yeah. parting words of wisdom? That works. No, I mean, just everybody, just be safe out there right now, more so than ever. And, you know, to all the parents, and even if you're not a parent, just somebody's always watching you. So make... Make good decisions. Yeah. I'll I'll add to so, I'll, I'll add exactly that's, that's to that. I'm going to be a little bit uh, harsh, more harsh, because you know usually I am. I'm I'm the one in the group between me and you. I'm the harsh one. Uh, just don't be dick. Yeah, don't be dicks. You're the bad. Don't be cop. dick. You know, um, be safe. Be kind out there, man. Because there's a lot of crazy nonsense happening happening out there. Just. You know, I was listening to a podcast the other um, and they were talking about the status of the world. Um, and they were talking, the guest was talking about his podcast. You know, somebody asked him, one of the hosts was, you know, what's, what's, you know, what do you, what do you want to pass on? What is it? What is, what, what's the message you want to get out? Uh, he's like, I just, I just, don't, just don't be a dick. And I think that's, I think that's, I think it's pretty awesome, especially in, in today's <laughs> world that we're living in. Um, I think it's, I think it's perfect. Um, yeah, it's not difficult. It's very it's simple. It's not difficult to not be one. <laughs> I mean, it's easy to be one, but it's not, it's also easy not yeah. to be one. So, um, you know, and if, if, if you're not, Let's we'll try. have like three scoop, scoops of ice cream for you. That's right. Yeah, exactly. It'll be waiting. Right. Yeah, right. We'll, and we'll, as long as you we'll can let wait. you know how long you have to wait later. <laughs> no, awesome. <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's right. The dickheads well, have dude, to wait good, longer. Good job, though, man. I like, sure. I like the topic. Uh, good, good, uh, good stuff. All right, man. Give the family our love. Uh, stay warm up there. Oh, yeah. All I got to yeah. do is jump stay in the pool. Cool stay cool down there. But yeah, yeah, give the. That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right, brother. Real I'll fast. talk to you soon, Real man. Real fast. Cool off. <laughs> love it. No. All right. Much love, everybody. Take care, everybody. Be love safe. you guys. Adios. And, uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye bye.